Hello to all my Say It With Love listeners. I am your host, Janelle at least. This is the Say It With Love podcast, and we are on episode nine. Episode nine, episode nine, which means we have one more episode after this, and that will conclude season one of the Say It With Love podcast. And I just want to say it's been a journey. I've learned so many things. But we're going to save that for next episode. (laughs) This episode, we're going to reflect on something that I kind of touched on last episode. We talked a little bit about how God is the creator and the creation cannot be greater than the creator. So on today's episode, I want to expound on that a little bit. I want to expound on what it means when it comes to identity. Identity is something that everyone has and has an opinion on. So we allow it to become up for debate instead of something that is an undeniable fact from God. So the best way that I can explain identity and purpose is this analogy that I came up with. If Thomas Edison thought out, designed, and created the light bulb, and I come around and say, no, this isn't a light bulb, this is a broom. I'm disrespecting the creator, calling him a liar, and not allowing the light bulb to be used to its full potential in which it was created for. And we do the same thing with God. When we decide to tell him who we are instead of allowing him to tell us who he made us to be. I struggled with my identity for a long time growing up because I never sat down and asked God, who am I? I just took the initiative to create my own identity. Some days I was Janelle, some days I was Jeezy, And some days I was G-Money. And I know these may sound like funny or cool little nicknames, but in actuality, it was nothing funny or nothing cool about it. They were just different versions of myself that I created or allowed people to create for me that I let define me. When I was Jeezy, I was confused. I was lustful. I was operating in a homosexual spirit. And I was easily influenced. I found comfort in alcohol and the gratification of people. I was disobedient and I hated authority. I had a form of godliness, but I denied its power. I knew God was real, but I had no idea how real he truly is. When I was G-Money, I was prideful. I was arrogant. I was selfish. I was greedy, a lover of money, a lover of self, and very judgmental. I cared more about how somebody looked rather than what they were like on the inside. And because of that, I caused myself a lot of pain for being so shallow. I had a form of godliness, but I denied his power yet again. Because even though I was all those things, I still believed in God. But I struggled accepting the fact that his will for me was the true meaning of my life. And when I was little Janelle, also sometimes called Elise by my dad because that's my middle name, I was my true self. I was quiet, I was navigating, I was inquisitive, I was hopeful, I had days of joy, and I had days of sorrow. I was clingy to my mother and my father, I held on to them, I felt safe with them, and even when the days looked dark and sometimes scary, I trusted them to never leave me. To never leave Janelle, to never leave Jeezy, to never leave G-Money, because as I traveled through my different identities, my parents stayed the same. And they were always there. On the days I turned into Jeezy, my mom didn't turn into my homegirl. And the days I turned into G-Money, my dad didn't turn into my accomplice. They never changed because I changed. 
and they never turned into a person who helped me commit the crimes I was committing against myself. And that is the same exact way with God. God is the same today, tomorrow, and yesterday. His word is the same and his will is the same no matter how bad you want something else to be true. And God will never be your accomplice. He will never help you or entice you to create unlawful acts of sin against you or himself. So when people use statements like, I was born this way, listen, that might very well be true if you feel like you were born that way. But that is why we are reborn. And that is why we have to die to ourselves and make sacrifices. In Christ Jesus, you are a new creation. So you do not have to stay the way that you think you were born. We all had to die and be raised again with Christ. It's not easy, but it is obtainable. And I say it from a place of experience. And Satan wants to come in and create a bunch of deception and false narratives when it comes to our identity. So it's a lot of things that I personally, by following God, no longer agree with. But another thing that I disagree with is the bashing and the hateful rhetoric and remarks that are thrown at people who are traveling through life, trying to figure it out just like everyone else. So no matter what you identify as, and it doesn't even have to be your sexuality, it could just be your identity in general. But homosexuality is a big topic right now, especially amongst the young generation. And I just want to say, if you're speaking on homosexuality in any other way than loving, you and that person have a lot more in common than you know. The person that you are spewing out hateful remarks to, y'all have a lot in common more than you know. And the commonality is there is an issue of the heart. I will never forget how my parents treated me through my journey. They loved me even though it hurt them. They accepted me, not my sin. They accepted the fact that I was confused. I was unaware and I was deceived. And they accepted the fact that their baby girl had a heart problem, just like everyone else in this world. Everyone who walks the face of this earth has a heart problem. And it may not be sexuality, it could just be the way you treat others. And that's why I say a lot of people have more in common with the people that they talk down to than they think. And unless we address it carefully with grace and mercy, wisdom and compassion, and most importantly, say the things that need to be said with love. If my parents didn't say it with love to me, I wasn't going to let myself hear the truth that they were speaking. Homosexuality is not the root of the problem we're facing. It is simply a byproduct of it. This world has a serious problem with sin and the corruption it has infiltrated in our hearts. Sin makes you think you can choose who or what you are. So one person may think they identify as a certain sexual orientation that goes against God's word. And the next person may be morally aligned with God's word when it comes to sexuality, but curses like a sailor and denies the power of the Holy Spirit to remove corrupt talk from their lips. And the next person may allow, I don't know, alcohol to fill the space that was meant for God. And the next person may get their source of comfort from being a glutton instead of getting their comfort from the source. No one sin is greater than the other. So let's stop making people feel bad for what they are struggling with and try to love them even more through it. Because we know that the state they're in is a very vulnerable state. And even if they don't see it themselves as being vulnerable or a confusing state or a hard state, maybe they're coasting through it. Maybe they even like it. We know that we have to uplift them. 
Because if we don't say things with love to them, they're going to turn away from us. And they're going to look at us as we're being evil people. I understand when you really want to drill something into somebody, you really want to make somebody get it. You get a little bit passionate, but make sure that passion is coming from the right place. Make sure that passion is coming from the right heart posture, because I'm telling you truthfully and I'm telling you from experience. If you don't say things with love to people when you want them to know truth, if you do not speak truth and love to people, they will turn away from your word. And if you are supposed to be representing God and saying things in a hateful manner, you are disgracing God and you are not representing his character at all. And I'm getting a little off topic, but I'm I'm passionate about this. God is loving and he is merciful and he is kind. I think that's one of the one things that I don't say enough. God, you are kind. You are kind, Lord. It's so many people in this world who are not kind, who are mean, who think they know it all. And God, you literally know it all. And you still say things in a sweet, loving voice. You still give us time, dear Lord, to get it together. You still give us time, dear Lord, to figure it out. You are kind, God. And if you want to represent God and represent the kingdom, be kind to people. It's not even about treat others how you want to be treated. Because the Bible says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. But in humility, consider others better than yourself. Now, like I said, I kind of got off topic. I said earlier that sin is caused by a heart problem, which is ironic because sin isn't a mental problem or a chemical imbalance. It is literally an issue of the heart, a heart in which we love from. And the sin in our heart has distorted the way we love because consciously or subconsciously, we have replaced the love of God in our heart with the sin of this world. We don't know how to love because we don't know what love is anymore. We have cut off the source of compassion, the source of grace and mercy and the source of love and rewired it to a generator, something that will give us power for a little while. But ultimately, one day it will fail you because it is not the true source. John chapter 15, verse four through six states, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. We must remain in God and allow God to remain in us. Allow love to remain in us because God is love. And I honestly believe the whole reason he told me to name this podcast, Say It With Love, is because he was instructing me that when I talk to his children, I must do it in such a loving way that it will reflect him. And he was also reminding me that when I say it with love, I'm saying it with God because he is love. I went through a lot of phases in my life. But now I can look at myself in the mirror and love who I see. The real me, the Janelle Elise I am now, if I had to compare it to anything, I would say 
This Janelle Elise is a beautiful butterfly. A butterfly that had to crawl through some situations, that had to wiggle her way out of some comfortable places in order for her to expand in other areas of her life. At one point of my life, I could only see what was in front of me. But now, God has allowed me to fly and see everything I have dominion over in my life. This Janelle is confident in God's plan for her life and accepts God's plan for her life because she knows without a shadow of a doubt that God is good and wants what's best for her. For so long, for so long, I was ashamed of my sin. And that is a tactic of the enemy to keep you attached to a chain of embarrassment. But I declare right now, everyone who was listening to the sound of my voice, that that chain is broken off of you. The devil will no longer use embarrassment to keep you quiet from spreading the word of God, from walking in your truth, from sharing your testimony to glorifying the father. No more. Remember, there is now no condemnation in those who are in Christ Jesus. Your journey is powerful. Your testimony is for you to go through it because it helps others. You have to testify. And once you overcome the fear of what others may think or say, you are restored with the ability to walk boldly in truth. Can't nobody say anything to you that's going to make you feel a type of way. And that is a real flex because it's so many people out here who are scared of what somebody might say because they know about them or they might be found out. Listen, find me out. (laughs) Find me out. Because God got me. And I'm not scared to let you know, listen, I've been through some stuff and it won't pretty. It was disgusting because that's what sin is. Sin is disgusting. But you can't make me ashamed of it because God pulled me out of it. And not only did he pull me out of it, but he says I'm worthy. So whether you're new in the faith or mature in the faith or whether you know absolutely nothing about God. I welcome you into the Say It With Love community, where the goal is to reconcile people to the love of God through the words and the actions of each other. This journey isn't always easy, but it's worth it. I promise you it's worth it. And not only is it worth it, but you were made for it. And I pray that you allow the love of God to rain down on you in ways you could never imagine. And all those who accept God's free gift of salvation, love, and mercy. Would you say amen? Amen. I love you guys. Until next time, episode 10.